Hi, my name's John Kasher and welcome to Cash Talk, where there'll be no boundaries and a lot of straight talk. All things money, business, and just everyday stuff. In this episode, we're talking about having a clear financial plan and how we can transform how you feel about your financial situation in the short and long term. Today, I'm joined by long-term friend and marketing superstar, Jane Mackay, now turned Cash Talk co-host. Hey, Jane, thanks for joining again today. How are you? Hey, John, thanks for having me. Yeah, how's uh, how's your newfound freedoms? Or actually, you've had some some. Uh, you've actually had a lot of your freedoms because you're in regional. But yeah, uh, we're has regional. there been any any changes for you lately? We went to someone's house. That was pretty exciting. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Saw some friends. Got out and about. It was really good. It was really good. Lovely. And uh, for people who that who have been itching for the next podcast, I do apologise. These newfound freedoms have got me out with the family. Obviously, enjoying the. Um, Things that we maybe, you know, didn't appreciate when we were, you know, prior to COVID. So, you know, getting down to the beach and just spending some more time with family out, out and about, which was, which is awesome. But, you know, today's a really good, um, I hope a really deep conversation about uh, road mapping and why it's so important for people that have, you know, seen a financial advisor before. We've got a, you know, it's very much the core of what we do. Um, it's probably for people who haven't seen a financial advisor before, you know, they do think about financial plans probably as the first thing when they think about as a financial advisor. But, you know, today we're really going to go in and dig deep into a financial plan, the roadmap and what it actually entails and why it's so important. So um, without any further ado, Jane, I'll I'll let you, uh, I'll I'll let you uh, pick my brain and and hopefully for the people that are listening, that there's a fair bit of value in this one today. It's funny because I come to this as someone who has no financial knowledge at all so i'm going to be asking you some pretty probably basic questions but i'm assuming they're questions that your audience will have so first question is we get so much information about how to handle our own finances how to diy you know there's you need a budget and barefoot investor and i mean i've done our budget over the years with just a spreadsheet i had this Mm -hmm. epic spreadsheet if it wasn't on the spreadsheet it didn't get like you couldn't buy it but how does this, how does road mapping, which is a process I've been through, mm-hmm. differ from a simple budget? So the main thing is that is that we all have a destination that we're trying to get to. Um, in most cases, when I speak to clients, it's that word of financial freedom. And that means different things to different people. And if we use about like an analogy, financial freedom is like th- that that treasure chest that people are trying to find just somewhere. They don't know what it, they might know what it roughly looks like. They might know roughly where it's located, but it's very gray. Okay. So what a roadmap does, it does two things. It first and foremost says, okay, well, to find that treasure or to find that roadmap, uh, to find, sorry, to find financial freedom, we need to build the map to get there. Now, if we think about even a treasure chest and, you know, the pirates would search the seven seas to try and find this treasure. But if they had a treasure map, they could find it pretty quickly. Okay. Mm. And so when it comes to financial freedom, it's exactly that. Figuring out what that destination is and appreciating that you may go beyond that destination and that might be your next journey. Okay. But what do we need to do now to get there? So let's talk about financial freedom and what that means to different people. Okay? So financial freedom for most people is a point in time where they've got the choice to no longer have to trade time for money. 
aka retirement, okay? Now, I don't like using the word retirement because people necessarily see retirement as this stopping point, okay? And for people that know me, know that I'm probably never going to stop, okay? Um, but having the choice to work or not work or trade time for money allows me to live a much more fulfilled life, a much more purposeful life. And every hour, every minute of my day is doing what I love doing. And that's why you probably hear so much passion and so much energy that I'm bringing to work is because that roadmap was created many, many, many years ago for myself. And we continue to make these roadmaps every day for our clients. So financial freedom being the choice to trade time for money, aka retirement. And so people go, okay, great. I need $100,000 a year passively to be able to live on. That's, that's it. But it's a little bit more complex with that because life is not a straight line, let alone the things that we want in life. Like when we talk about that, we want to go on holidays, I don't know, every year or every two years. We want to have small holidays and we want to have big holidays. We want to send our kids to private school education. We want to you know, upgrade the car every 10 years. Oh, we've got those childcare costs that we need to take into consideration. Or, oh, we've got those school uniforms. And you can start to see where the kind of budget starts to come in because cash flow is the core of this. We need to kind of understand what's going in and what's going out and then allocate this surplus. But we've then gone and created this wealth creation framework. That is a framework that helps to not just identify problem areas and what we need to address, but then to build a structure in place to create a system to get to financial freedom. And so it's all kind of involved in these areas we spoke about previously in other episodes about money mindset. It's now to start making this really come to life and build a roadmap. So we know what goes in, we know what goes out, we know what the future expenditure needs to look like, but ultimately building those steps towards to get to that, you know, summit point, which is that financial freedom. And so we start to piece it all together, Jane, you know, we start to really, you know, plot it all out. And so going back to that life, not a straight line, you're, holidays, childcare, you know, working part-time when that kid comes or returning back to work at full-time at a later date. We try and plot as much as we can out of this. But then myself, and I know a lot of great financial advisors who do this as well, we put buffers in place for those movements of that straight line. And, you know, I've done this in, in drawings and illustrations before. You've got like, the, you know, what people think, which is point A to point B, which is this straight line. And then life, which is this massive squiggly line that comes in. And to make this real for listeners or viewers who are watching this on YouTube, um, just take a moment to think about your life 10 years ago. And think about, just take a moment to think about all the things that you planned to do. You know, maybe some holidays, cars, kids, family. And now take a moment to think about all the stuff that you didn't expect. Mm. COVID being one of them. You know, huge spanner in the works. Massive spanner in the works. Mm. Um, for people a little bit earlier, economically speaking, while we're on that side, you know, the Trump effect, as I call it, the global financial crisis, um, Iraq. Now let's take that, make that a little bit more personal. 
Some people might have expected to have one kid, but now have three. Yeah. <laughs> Some people didn't expect that car to break down when that car broke down and they needed to upgrade. That house got a little bit smaller than they thought it was and they needed to upgrade the house. Unfortunately, there was a, you know, unexpected event in regards to a house condition that happened. Yeah. Or a job that you lost. Mm. Life is not a straight line. And I only need to look at my own life. And I'm happy with sharing this is, you know, I've had two surgeries in the last two years. I didn't exactly wake up 10 years ago and go, I'm going to come into my thirties and I'm going to have two surgeries and I'm going to pot that out. And no, you've got to have a system in place and a, and a framework to be able to accommodate for these changes. But has my, has my goal of being at one point in time, no longer having to trade time for money changed? No. Mm. Um, and so the roadmap is a real roadmap. It's an alive one. It's a living, breathing thing. It's not something that you create, throw in the drawer, and it's just going to be done. You know, we look at it all the time, adjust it. You know, mini goals change, you know, um, mm. and making sure that we accommodate accordingly and have the framework to apply for that, you know, looking at, you know, when we're looking at forensically, making sure that the cash flow is in it, where it needs to be and adjusting accordingly to life's changes. You know, you've got things like investments. You're not going to stop trading time for money if you're not investing, okay? Mm. Um, debt, understanding it first and foremost and being able to kind of uh, use it appropriately, efficiently and effectively. And then really having your roadmap assessed from a risk perspective because there's a lot of risks there and, and making sure that they're being managed and then working on how to make that happen sooner. Like I would imagine that everyone would like to be financially free as soon as they can. Now, when you plot it in the roadmap, yep, it's going to be plotted based on your current scenario where you're at now based on your fundamentals and all these life changes will adapt this. But ultimately, multiplying your money and elevating your income are like the supercharging effects to make um, make the financial freedom come to fruition much sooner. Yeah. And so, I, in my role in um, in the business, uh, the financial advisory business, is I really work with clients to keep them accountable and educate them on the levers that they can pull to make that happen much sooner. And, and no roadmap is the same because everyone's goals are different. Everyone's life is different and everyone's values are different as well. It's interesting. You talk about, so that road mapping takes people to those really big picture, those meaningful goals in life. Whereas when I was doing a budget, it's very much point in time. And when I was doing a budget, I couldn't see anything in the cash flow that allowed me to invest. Yet when I went to a financial advisor, they were like, well, if you do the like take our mortgage, for example, if you just change your mortgage, which I couldn't do by myself because I was like, oh, our rate's fine, blah, 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 but you're looking at all the stuff in the background that I don't understand. Um, yeah, we can find that cash flow and we can invest and we can invest at, at, at quite a decent level so that then you will be financially free at this point in time. So those long-term goals of and, and the investment and having that buffer in there creates that financial security. So getting on the path and staying on the path and being accountable instead of, 
you know, standing still. When we were living and dying by our budget, this is when we just had our second child. Mm -hmm. And um, I've spoken to you about this previously. Mm -hmm. Like that is the worst time financially in your life. Mm -hmm. It's having kids because, you know, one income drops. But we were making sacrifices, but they weren't paying off. And, you know, all we could look to do was the occasional holiday. We never upgraded our cars. That wasn't meaningful to us because it wasn't what was value aligned to us. And the other thing as well, too, you hit the nail on the head as well, too, is you've got to remember this point in time that you're talking about, what ends up happening is that people get frustrated with this situation. They look at the budget and Mm. they say, I either don't have enough surplus, yeah, or I can't do anything about it. I feel lack. I feel deprived. And and that being on a budget often, obviously, often makes people feel resentful towards their money yep. when their money could be working for them, which I know now, but I didn't know then. So you get in this rut mentally, and this is why mindset is so important and why they're all interlinked. When you have a roadmap, you've got, a, you've got high beams on, on the financial freedom. Yeah, They're just mm. like, you can see it. You know what it looks like. You know that the decisions you make today are the steps that you need to take or the journey where you need to get there. We call it a roadmap. And a roadmap is essentially a road to a destination. We know what the destination is. If you don't have that roadmap, you can't see past your your, your, your windscreen. Yeah, Literally, you can't see. The roadmap creates, okay, this is the destination to get to where we need to get to. We understand we're doing it hard, but look at the breathing room that we've got in three months, six months, 12 months, whatever it's going to be. And so sometimes it's boring as hell. I get it, okay? I get it. For most people, it's like, oh my gosh, John, that is 20 years away. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that that's what we're doing every day. We're breaking it down, breaking it mm. down month by month, three months, six months, 12 months, you know, and so on about what needs to be done. A roadmap gives clarity. If you, um, you, need, you need the clarity to feel positive about your financial future. If you don't have the clarity, you end up feeling negative. You end up feeling like, you're just doing things for the sake of your doing. Now, the other thing that a roadmap does as well to a financial plan is keeps you to it as well. So how many people out there just invest for the sake of investing? But should they be investing that much? Should they actually be investing in that thing? Like the roadmap aligns you to the objective basis of why you're doing everything. If we're looking at your cash flow and pulling out $852.58 to put into that specific investment with that specific goal in place, we know that all of these mini strategies that we're doing are aligned to creating the highest probability of you achieving financial freedom in the, in the, in the soonest possible time period. Okay, mm. So it, the roadmap gives you purpose. It gives you direction. It gives you clarity. Um, and gives you the realignment when things don't go exactly your way, okay? You understand what you need to do to get back to where you need to get to. If you've lost your job and you don't have that income in, we know that we need to elevate income again to get what you need to do. And we know the adjustments that we need to make in the other areas of your finances to accommodate for that adjustment. Mm. And That's- those tune-ups when the, when, when the unexpected happens, mm-hmm. 
it, it helps you, like there's really simple things like having the right insurance, having estate planning in place. Like so when those really big unexpected things happen, mm-hmm. you, you, you educate people so they don't make poor decisions effectively. Yeah. Like I'll use I'll foundation. Use, I'll use insurance as an example. Yeah. yeah. Our philosophy when it comes to wealth creation is that we want less things coming out of your pocket. So that includes insurance premiums, that includes fees and charges, that includes taxes. Okay. Mm. But depending on the person's circumstances, all three are required. We just try to keep them at a minimum. So you got to think about it as if you're early in your days, you've got a lot of debt, for example, and something was going to happen to you. What, what gap, what gap filler do we have? How can we, how can we ensure that you're still going to achieve financial freedom if we don't address that? Now, if we look at, for example, estate planning, most people say when they accumulate wealth, that when they get to the point of financial freedom or financial abundance, that if they were going to pass away or could it make financial decisions for themselves or whatever they're going to do, they still want this money to be utilized correctly. Like I'm a parent and Jane, obviously you're a parent as well. You know, your worst kind of nightmare is that you've done all of this, you created all of this wealth, you hand it to your, your children and then they go and blow it all. Or even worse, you know, they get into a relationship and someone comes and takes half of it. Like, Estate planning just keeps the roadmap going beyond you, okay? Mm. So insurance helps to kind of be that plan B. Estate planning kind of ensures that your story continues, okay? And so we don't like paying for things like I've told you, but they're there for a reason. Now, when it gets to the point where you've got passive income that's beyond your requirements and that can sustain your life, most of our clients no longer have insurances. Because regardless of what happens, they've been able to create their own level of protection to weather the storms. Regardless of what happens to their health, for example, they will still sail through. And so you've got to remember that when I was speaking before about the wealth creation framework and I was identifying about managing risks, mm. risks, yes, there's timing risk, diversification risk, there's you know, longevity risk. There's also health risk. And so that's what we're doing in regards to making sure that we create the highest probability that when we create a roadmap, it's going to come to fruition. Like we spend hours and hours and hours and hours on our clients' situations, stress testing it, different scenarios, different modeling, and coming up with the best possible solution that we can think of to make financial freedom or the goal that they're trying to achieve come to fruition. Because ultimately, our clients don't benchmark us on how much money they're sitting on like a leprechaun. They're doing it because of the fulfillment of their goals and what they're trying to achieve. Mm. When a client says, hey, John, this relationship has been amazing. They're not saying because we made their money go from 200 grand to 2 million. It's what that 2 million gives them. Mm. That lifestyle that they've always yearned to have, that that time, that precious time. Mm that they've wanted and they're excited about their future. They've got the clarity. They've got the headlamps on. They know that tomorrow's going to be better than today. Mm. And that positive energy, like everyone knows, if you've got it, it's infectious. 
you start to have a more fulfilled life. You start to be happier, you know, and this is where we talk about having happiness. Yeah. Money doesn't buy happiness. I can assure you on that. Okay. There's actually a lot of studies that do that. It's actually excitement that is linked to happiness. And so when you're excited about your financial future and the life that you're going to achieve, happiness comes with that. It's not the leprechaun sitting on piles of money that makes them happy. We all know of many, many rich people that are miserable. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure um, if you may be very wealthy, I'm, I'd give it a good hard crack. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, it's not the having of the money, as you say. It's having those goals, filling those goals, no matter what those goals look like. And they do look like different for everyone else. Like for me, I'm always, I'm always talking about holidays. That's a really mm-hmm. big goal for me. But if I haven't got my cash flow sorted, Mm-hmm. I ain't ever going on holiday. And, and that's that's where a lot of people, like, you set a budget and you go, I'm going to mm-hmm. put, you know, 10 bucks away a week mm-hmm. and I'm going to have, you know, whatever at the other end of the, the year. Not five, much. You, not might be much. Going, you, might, you might be going interstate if you're lucky. So, yes. So $100, $100, $100 a week. Let's go. I'm on. not the maths brain here, okay? So <laughs> yeah. $500 a week. But that's a huge amount of money. And that's a, not an amazing holiday, say. Yeah. But take it one step back, Jane. If you mm. don't have the goal, why are you saving? Yeah. So this is the other issue. The Give other issue is that without the road, but yeah, you're giving it purpose. If you don't yeah. have the roadmap, you don't have the purpose. If you're investing without a roadmap, when things don't go your way, yeah, or markets fall out the sky, there is a very, very highly likely chance that you're not going to stick to the plan because you don't have one. Yes. Okay. You don't have one. You were, you were investing because you wanted to make money. You're no longer making money. You don't stick to the plan. Mm. It's the mm. roadmap that keeps you centered. Having the right mindset, like we've already discussed, will give you the, 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 the footing and the foundation to think about your financial future and the way that you interact with money the right way. The roadmap will keep you grounded. It'll keep you centered. It'll keep you aligned to what you're trying to achieve. You can have the greatest mindset, but if you do not have a roadmap, you're going you around don't know in circles. Where you're going. you're yeah. going around in circles. And and it's also the accountability to that because you know you have a roadmap and you go, this is your allocation, you know, your cash like the strategy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you could have a cash flow strategy, but there you go. <laughs> cash flow strategy. And you know that if you stick to that, you're going to get to the other end, which, which when things you go, oh, you know, I'd love to go and blow whatever mm-hmm. on a holiday. Hasn't happened in the last two years. But I know that I've already got the mechanisms in place, my cash flow strategy to go, well, when I want to go on holiday and when I can one day, that money's already there. It's allocated. It's fine. Simple. And when in, you know, so you reflected on where I was 10 years ago, I had a newborn baby mm-hmm. and where I will be in 10 years time, I'll have kids finishing private school, mm-hmm. which is pretty wild. But part of that is go, okay, well, I know that my cash flow strategy and my roadmap has got all of those things in place. So I'm not going, oh my God, am I going to be able to afford that? We go, mm-hmm. no, it's in the roadmap. Therefore it will happen. Mm-hmm. It will happen, but I'm going to throw one even more what it does. So now your kids are going to private school or you think they're going to go to private school. 
What happens if life throws you something? Like that one of your kids is extremely bright and you and your husband think that it's the best thing that you want to then put that child into a specialist school, which is going to take your school fees times three or times four. Where do you go to first? You reference the roadmap. The roadmap will start to show you and highlight what needs to be adjusted to accommodate for that to happen. Does that mean that financial freedom for us gets pushed out? Or can we pull another lever to accommodate for that adjustment? And this is what I'm trying to get at. It needs yeah. to be real. It needs to be alive. If you, I've said to many people before, they've said to me, John, can I create a financial plan or a roadmap with no ongoing services or no ongoing advice? I said, no. I said, not because you can't legally do it. I can legally do that. I can give you a financial plan, but you're wasting your money because yeah. tomorrow... <laughs> it's going to slightly change. The next month, it's going to change even more. Three months, five months. Within 12 months, this thing's diluted already. Mm. And if we know anything about the last two years, stuff changes oh, very high, fast. Highlighted. You just got to, like yeah. I said, take that moment before to think about where you were 10 years. Think about what you just said about where you think you're going to 10 years. We'll fast forward 10 years from now, yeah? And I'll bet you what you planned out, some of it will happen because... You know, it's life's still kind of a straight line. It's, yeah. it's just, it squiggles. There's that that inheritance that you didn't think that you got from your auntie who loved you that you didn't know that loved you so much, yeah? <laughs> um, they're the good sides. You know, you might've, you know, got a scratchy and be one of those lucky people to win the lotto. Or there unfortunately might've been circumstances where you needed to attend to money allocation or, or allocate capital towards that or money towards it that you didn't want to. You didn't plan mm. for that. You, mm. you thought that, you know, oh, I thought that car would last me for extra few years. Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe that we missed that bill on the car insurance and we weren't uninsured and we smashed into that car. Or, oh, that 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 issue on the house wasn't insured for. Or stuff happens. Oh, stuff happens. Oh, you're in this job today. You might not be in the job in two years because you're with a, a terrible boss and cultured environment that you don't want to be a part of. Or mm. life rapidly changes and probably more unexpectedly than people think okay and that is why the roadmap needs to be real we need to know where the treasure is what needs to be done and then accommodate for these changes that continue to happen yes so the roadmap's always evolving always but the thing is about working with financial advisor is i know that when that change happens i'm not the one having to sort it out yeah or stress uh, test it, which blows my mind that you can stress test these scenarios and go, yeah, we can still make that happen. Yeah, so we've, we've got this, just like a little footnote, like we've got this in our program, we've got like this stress testing capability where we can actually test a global financial crisis to someone's financial situation. Like I can literally replicate a 45% reduction in this Australian stock market Ooh. and stress that to the scenario. Now, and see if it breaks, like, for example, we could we test, for example, if we're going to go buy a, a direct property. So someone said to me, John, I want to go buy an investment property, for example. We've got these buffers and these stress testing mechanisms that we have throughout our business that will test it if interest rates go up by 3%. What's their, not just what's their cash flow, what's their liquidity and what cash do they have in reserves that if something else was going to happen on top of that event, yeah, that they could still have the roadmap come to fruition. Mm. Like, and I think, so there's two folds to this, Jane. It's the roadmap is what we want the house to look like. We know what the destination is. 
But then it's a matter of saying, okay, well, how, how certain is this of happening? How, and then applying that. Everyone can draw a line from A to B. Mm. Everyone can do a quick calculation to say, you know, I need $100,000 a year. If I earn 5%, it's $2 million worth of assets. Cool. But what about all the stuff between? What about mm. the stuff that you can't expect? Now, we control what we can control. The uncontrollables, we can't, we can't control them. I get that. But let's stress test this thing and see if it breaks. Any good business always stress test their business. When it comes to finances, we all should stress test our finances as well. Yeah. Okay. To see how they will apply under extreme pressure. And that's where the comfort and the security comes in, knowing that regardless of what happens, it's all been calculated already. Like it's done. And with the right mindset, which as everyone knows who listens to this and watches it, with the right road, with the right mindset and the right roadmap, you're about 50% of the way done. Yeah. Okay? Because you're coming in with above the shoulders, right? You've now got the strategy in play. So you now no longer have that lack of, you know, lack of clarity. You're clear in where you need to go. Your head's in the right space. You're laser focused on financial freedom. Mm. And all we have next is the strategies. And this is where, you know, I kind of say to people, if you're going to try and win Wimbledon, are you going to do it with hitting your mate who knows nothing about tennis at the local tennis court and have a hit? And then hopefully that you're going to roll up to Wimbledon and win it. <laughs> or are you going to go get a serious coach and, you know, take this seriously? And that's where it really matters around what you want your finances to look like. Do mm. you want them at, let's call it amateur hour, yeah. And just getting by. And just getting by. Mm. Or do you want to leave a legacy that, you know, you say I made a serious change to, you know, yourself, the financial future of, you, you know, your next generations and be proud and live the life fully fulfilled on what you need to. So for me, um, you know, that's where, you know, we've been speaking for a while and that's where I'll, I'd like to go with this next in regards to the strategies out of these. But road mapping, I can't explain the amount of clarity it gives you and the amount of excitement it gives you. Oh, yeah. I remember calling, calling BS on the roadmap that you did for <laughs> us. <laughs> and then I actually saw the strategy and went, oh, okay, cool. Excellent. And that's exactly right. <laughs> and my mind. Remember, most people overestimate what they can achieve in 12 months, but underestimate what they can achieve in 12 years. And the roadmap really aligns that overestimating and underestimating and starts to make it real. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Awesome. All right. Well, Jane, thanks for catching up again. That was a really great one. I really like you talking about road mapping. It's something that I've been doing for, you know, nearly two decades now in regards to it. And I love it. You know, it keeps me excited about people's tomorrow and including my own tomorrow. But as we alluded to, next next uh, episode, we'll be speaking about um, simple strategies and, and, and strategies and how they kind of play out. Um, and, and yeah, so... For, for people who, who want to view this online, if you're not watching it online, you can watch it on YouTube. And if you're watching it on YouTube and want to have a listen, um, you can also listen to on all major podcast channels on uh, Spotify, Apple, and Google now. So awesome. thank you and see you next episode. Thanks, John.